Hey, g'day, how are ya? Welcome to episode number 42 of the Average Man Podcast. It's five o'clock somewhere. Hey man, I'd like to jump straight into my shout-outs first of all, and then we'll get on with this damn thing. Uh, as always, I'd like to shout-out to, to two-way hire services. Two-way hire services are your family-owned and operated two-way radio supplier. They ship throughout WA free of charge. So seriously, if you need a two-way radio, um, an antenna or a portable handheld, whatever, or something for your fleet um, for your fleet vehicles, something for personal use, uh, get hold of the guys at Two-Way Hire Services. As I said, they do ship free throughout WA, and I know the guy personally. Uh, I know his business business ethic, and I know his uh, workmanship, and he knows his product, and I know they're very competitive on prices. Um, so if you do need a portable handheld radio, CB radio for your vehicle or antenna, Two-Way Hire Services will keep you connected. Check them out, man, on Facebook, Instagram, or at their website, www.twhs.com.au. Uh, I'd also like to shout out to Captured by Carlos, an average, uh, average man podcast two-time alumni. He's a local photographer. Uh, he's doing big things, man. He's working hard. He's building a name for himself, and business is, uh, his business is going really well. He does uh, a lot of landscape-type photos, aerial photos with a drone. Uh, he does. He's doing some commercial jobs now. He's doing family portraits, small little video edits, uh, he's just getting his hand in, in, in it all, man. And he's, um, like I said, he's uh, he's really passionate about what he does. He works really hard and he's got a real talent and an eye for, for photography so and editing videos, man. So get on, get a hold of him. Check him out on Facebook, Instagram. He's very active. He's also got a YouTube channel. Um, so, yeah, get amongst it and check him out on there. I'd like to shout out also to the guys at PCC Productions. PCC Productions are the audiovisual specialists up here in the Pilbara. Uh, they are a company that thrives on making Headland an awesome place to live through epic live events and supporting local musicians. They'll be involved in the you know, Northwest Fest. They're involved in most of the local music and artists uh, that come through town here. They do your marble bar, marble bar cup, your heady cup, all that kind of stuff. They hire out equipment and do the sound desk, technical sort of side of things. Also, I'd also like to shout out to... Ironworks Gym in Port Hedland. It's a functional fitness studio that incorporates Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, um, plyos, and cardio. Uh, it's also a standard gym, gym, gym equipment there. Uh, they are all about having a strong community of uh, like-minded people who help push, support, and motivate their members to full potential. They cater for all people of all different shapes and sizes, no matter what your fitness level is. Uh, they've got something to sort you out. They can help you out. Uh, they are. 
located on Anderson Street here in Port Hedland, and they they start at uh, I think the first class is about five a.m. in the morning, and they go all the way through to like I think the last class is six p.m. in the evening. So plenty of time to get in there and um, get your work in, man. So. Check out uh, Ironworks GM over here in Port Hedland. Their motto is, we are dedicated, we are determined, we are iron strong. So, shout-outs out of the way. I'd just like to give you a little bit of a pre-rundown about today's podcast. Um, the name of this podcast is, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, and I'll get into why it's called that a bit later. But... Um, so basically, today's podcast is going to be a chat or an interview, whatever you want to call it, uh, with Waza from Pilbara Adventure Riders. Uh, I was put on to, to Waza through um, Natasha from Telling Designs, uh, who's just finished doing my logo for me. I'll get to that in a minute too. And basically, she's done a bit of work with him and said that he'd be a really interesting guy for me to have a chat to and get on the podcast. So, you know, I've done just that, hooked it up with him. We've been back and forth over the last couple of weeks trying to find a time that works. And, uh, yeah, we've, we've finally got that zeroed in the lockdown. I'm about to, to have a chat with the man and get inside his head and see what he's all about. And, and um, yeah, hopefully we have a cool, interesting, fun chat. So it could go anywhere. Hopefully it does. And uh, you know how I like to do it, man, try and um, get, get some of the details out and then just sort of follow the conversation wherever everybody takes us. So with that, um, yeah, he's, uh, he, I should just say also he's just finished a, a, a bike, like a, a, an outback trek on the bikes. I think there was three lads on their dirt bikes, um, did a big trek across the, um, the top end of Australia. I'm not sure where they started or where they finished or how long they went or anything like that, which is what we'll be asking him all about. But I know it was a pretty epic journey and I've seen some of the videos and photos and stuff uh, on Facebook. So it'd be pretty cool to have a chat to him and, and hear all about it. Um, and again, thanks to Natasha Brady from Telling Designs for hooking me up with, with Waza and, and for doing the work on my logo. We're not all the way finished at the moment, but the logo and icon has been uh, released. Uh, I've changed it all in my profile pictures and, uh, and everything as of today. And I'm just couldn't be happier with the work, man. Hey, um, she was so easy to deal with. Everything, the back and forth between the two of us was really, really uh, easy, uh, straightforward. Nothing was was too hard for her. It was never a drag. I was quite particular about certain little details, um, and you know, there was a little little revisions along the way. But she was quick and you know, really efficient and effective on those revisions, and, and agreed. You know, we we came to agreement on what we were both. Uh, the vision we had and, and she really made it happen and, and I couldn't be happier. So easy to deal with and so stoked with the end result. Go on the Facebook or Instagram page and check that out, that logo and that icon there, really good likeness um, of myself. And, um, yeah, man, I couldn't I couldn't be more happy with the, the with the uh, outcome and I'm looking to get a bit of merch sorted out over the next uh, week or two, so some stubby holders and T-shirts and stickers. And when I say merch, I mean I'll be giving the shit away. No one's going to buy it at this stage, but I'll be giving a bunch of stubby holders and stickers away and get my little logo out and around the town so hopefully it starts popping up places and, and people will see it and start to recognise it, man, and I'll be rocking my own T-shirt. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to getting that all happening. Uh, again, before I go and get into this um, chat, I'll um, pump through these local events we've got coming up. To this Sunday, Sunday the 21st, will be Ladies' Day um, at the races. So, yeah, if you, yeah, I mean, I think there's only two meets left in the season. This is Ladies' Day. Then on the 4th of August, we've got Heady Cup. So, there's the last two meets of the season. I'll, I'd, I'd like to get down, um, yeah. To, to both of those, really. We'll see how we go for Ladies' Day, but I'll definitely be there for um, like a version. So looking forward to getting in there and checking that out. Um, and also next weekend 
on Friday the 26th and Saturday the 27th, we have the Spinifex Spree Carnival. I'm pretty sure I've changed the name. Spinifex Spree, they're calling it, which is like a carnival thing down at uh, the Turf Club there, which is uh, – I remember we went last year, man, and it was it was really cool. It was awesome. They've got, uh, you know, fireworks. They've got all the food vans will be there. There's like sideshow stalls, you know, like you get it, the Royal Show type of thing, all your little sideshows. Um, you get your show bags, lolly bags, all that kind of stuff, um, and and carnival rides. I know they've got some sort of setup set up. Like there was a caravan show set up there last time. And, yeah, just heaps and heaps of shit, man. There'll be a bit – I think there's a bit of live music normally and, and some local artists and stuff like that going going on. So uh, that's Spin Effects Spree next Friday 26th and 27th down at the Turf Club in Port Hedland. So get, go down and check it out, man. It's always good, uh, a good evening. Kids love all that stuff, man. So I'll, I'll be down there probably on the, the Saturday night for sure. Go and check that one out. Um, also, we've obviously got Northwest Festival coming up. That's August the 24th and 25th, uh, Saturday and the Sunday. The Saturday will be Amy Shark, Baker Boy, The Pop Bellies, and Red Hook. Red Hook, who have agreed to come on the podcast and have a yarn with us. So pretty uh, pretty stoked about that. Looking forward to that one. And the Sunday, the 25th, is the sundown. They've got Ash Grumwald on there and uh, the Pierce Brothers. And then there'll be some local artists to be announced um, also spread out over the two days. Uh, what else we got happening next Sunday? Uh, we I have, so that'll be, when's that? Sunday the 28th. Um, I'm having a chat with Ibs, Ibrahim, and possibly his wife, Kate, uh, from Ironworks, who are one of the, the, the people I shout out to at the, at the start of my podcasts here. Supporters of mine, I'm a supporter of theirs. So we're going to get him on here, possibly both of them on here, we'll see how it works out, and and have a chat just about what they're all about, their gym, how they came into uh, to be gym owners, and, um, yeah, just have a bit of a yarn and, again, support each other, networking, get it the, a bit of love going back and forth there. So that's next Sunday. Um, look out for that one. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, getting getting Ibs on here and having, having a, bit of, a bit of a yarn. So I think that wraps up. The local events keep it short and sweet because I've got this um, chat to have with Waza, but um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to drag it on too much. The, the, it's five o'clock somewhere. I chose the name of, of that because when I asked him if he'd be keen to have a beer while we while we have the chat, um, you know, even though it's sort of ten or eleven in the morning, uh, I said, you know, you keen to have a beer, mate? I'll bring some down the cooler bag. Um, sure, it's five o'clock somewhere, and he straight away said, hey, it's an Alan Jackson quote um and uh so i thought mate i'll um i'll look at some alan jackson songs and sure enough we all know the track it's five o'clock somewhere thought it was very appropriate to um use as the opening song and name the podcast so there we go and without me rattling on any further let's jump into the podcast all right well, g'day, was it? Welcome to the Average Man Podcast. Hello, Dave. How are you, bud? Oh, good, man. Good, and thanks for your time. Thanks for coming out here this morning, Saturday morning. You mentioned you could be out on the boat again today. Yeah, well, there's always this afternoon, eh, mate? Yeah, that's it. I think it'll, it'll, I think it'll stay good for the day. Should be, be good. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's just we just had my um my parents up last week, and then a couple of weeks before that, my missus' parents. And as soon as we have visitors, it blows up. Like, yeah, it's every time. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know what you're talking of, about. Yeah, it was twice <laughs> last year as well, and they yeah. leave, and it's like this. Yeah, every day. then you send them photos and they go, oh, no, you're somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, they'll be back down in miserable Perth now anyway. Yeah, so yeah. We'll keep the secret to ourselves, eh? Exactly. 
So um, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. First off, like, how long have you been in Headland? Uh, mate, I've been in Headland, oh, coming on nine and a half years, I reckon oh, now. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, so been been here a while. Um, I've worked, I've come up, up here to work in the mining, I guess, mm. from from where I was over on the Gold Coast. On the Gold Coast, Yeah, mate. yeah, so I spent 20-odd years over the Gold Coast. Work was quiet over there. Uh, it's just the, the, yeah, it was very competitive. I was in the Marine game over there and everyone was doing the same thing, so. What, what were you doing in the Marine? In the I'm a Marine, Marine mechanic by trade. Yeah, yeah okay. I had a business over there and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and just got, uh, just got sick of... Um, chasing people for money yeah. you know it's like when you got your own business yeah i worked for myself before too, man. <laughs> i know i spent a lot of time chasing up invoices mm. what, is that what you're doing over here now as well no i work for um fmg oh, down yeah. in um the rail workshop on yep. the locos yeah so still in the still in mechanical trade heavy diesel and that sort of stuff yeah just a little bit different yeah yeah big right. generators on wheels yeah so okay yeah it's pretty fun too and yeah and you're on the uh what do you want four and four yeah i do four days four nights six yeah. off yeah yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, so not a bad roster, yeah. yeah. Plenty of time to get all the shit you want. Yeah, to you get a bit bit of stuff done here and there. I've got um, three acres out at Bosnia as well, so. Well, you own that. Yeah, that? Oh, nice. yeah, I bought that a few years back, so. Got in the boom or did uh, On the back of it, but so I wouldn't say that I uh, I did well, but I did well enough. It was you didn't good. get stitched up? I Not overly, yeah, yeah. 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 There's a few... You're not stories, stitched up mate. until you sell it, man. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know that's what true. I mean. And if you're happy staying here, then yeah, yeah you're all and, good. And that's it, you know. Like I've got a couple of couple of kids in high school here. And, oh, you do you do have kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got um, two older kids, so they're um, fifteen and thirteen, and um, a little boy who's seven. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so he's in primary school. And they keep you busy. They keep us busy, mate. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you when you're married. You got kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mrs. Kids got the whole thing. Dog. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm at the age, mine are two and, well, nearly three and five. My boy's five, five this week, so it's a hectic time to try and do anything else. Yeah. Besides work, yeah. being a dad, and, you know, squeezing a few hobbies here and there. Here it's and there, pretty, yeah. Pretty hard, eh? Yep. Going back on a roster's been good. Like, I, I did five and two and four and three mm. sort of thing for a bit, and it's just too much to do up here. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, we live here for the lifestyle, eh? 100%, people, yeah. People forget about that, man. Like, um, yeah. I got few mates and they are younger guys or and some of them have got a bit of financial stress or whatever but doing big like 19 on nine day off kind of swing yeah, yeah. it's a lot of time yeah working a man. lot of time working and yeah and um not enough time enjoying what what pilbara's got to offer you know what yeah I mean? man yeah yeah, yeah I, I definitely um after running my business down in perth and was pretty stressful to young kids the house all that kind of shit um had a bit of a re uh shuffle of how i look at my life and how what I want to do work wise and, and all that kind of shit, you know. Yeah, and yeah. just man, you gotta you gotta have fun, you gotta enjoy yourself, make money, plan for the future, but there's still like you're alive now, eh? Yeah. hundred percent and you should be living now, now mate. Yeah. yeah. A lot of yeah. lot of nesters out there just putting nuts away for the future. Don't don't, don't leave it till you you got all the ailments and yeah, you, you can't move around and whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep yourself young. I sort of can't move around a little bit already, mate. A bit busted yeah. up. You probably are too. Yeah, right? and I've got a few, a few bits and pieces that aren't, aren't good, but yeah, uh, you don't let them worry you too much. No, you can't, man. Can you? No. And, and um, Pilbara Adventure Riders, man. I, I'm assuming you started this group, did you? Yeah. So, years, um, I mean, I've always been into motorcycles, pretty much. I guess all my life. Grew up on land. She's one of my earliest photos of me. 
on one of my dad's old farm bikes. Oh, yeah. I still love it, remember it. My sister actually resent it to me the other day. It was pretty cool. Take a photo of the actual picture. Yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I've always been a motorbike nut. And um, I guess used to race a lot over in um, in Queensland, racing enduros over there flat out. Yep. Um, getting a bit too old and broken now, as we just spoke about. Yeah. So – they don't heal like they used yeah, to. Yeah, so I ended up buying a, an adventure bike, which is a KDM eleven ninety, mm. um, a few years back, and basically I call it the the retired enduro racers bike. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. a big off road bike, plenty of power. Yeah, um, bit more of a cruiser. Yeah, or well, you can get out and you can get on the highway and yeah, yeah. But well, not that I like riding highways, but all your open dirt roads and stuff like that. You, know, you can dirt get, tires and and you can get where you're going. Get where you're going, man. the road and then go yeah, the yeah, yeah. On yeah, yeah. So I did that a few years ago, and um, yeah, just like I've spent a bit of time in the Pilbara driving around four wheel drives, exactly all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And well, I said oh, I'd love to ride these sort of roads. Well, as you well, can't you get know? heaps of places with the mud flats, yeah, and the floodplains, and that yeah. sort of thing, eh? So I just started doing some rides around here and whatever, and um, I sort of just. Chuck the uh, mainly just chuck the the thing on Facebook just for a bit of a yarn, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just say any of my riding stuff. I could just put it up there, and people could follow any of the riding stuff I do up yeah. here. You know, like, and I've got a couple of mates that also got them as like have bought bikes since. Yeah. You know, um, you know, we just did a big ride just just recently. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. ask you about that for sure. Um, with the, the that group, they so they would you say that. You, you're in a bit of a group. Do you just catch up and go for rides together? Yeah, we're, we're good mates anyway, you yeah, know, yeah. like so whenever we can. But, you know, So there's not other people around town who you don't know sort of getting hold of you going, oh, can I come and Actually, there are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, I've, had, I've had a couple of guys contact us through just through or pretty much through the Facebook page, you know, and, mm. and, and like it's been shared around and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of guys sort of sort of keen to – to come and do a ride and whatever, yeah. And you, you're looking to build it a bit, yeah, yeah. Well, mate, I want to, I want other people to enjoy what I do. You know, like yeah. it's, it's pretty cool, um, and it's always good when you got someone else to have your arm well, with well, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Of, like a bit of strength, common in ground. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, and, and helping <laughs> each other out. Like you're going out bush. If yeah. Someone breaks down. It's good to have a few blokes there and, and that kind of shit. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and. So that Indy 500, do they call it out at Indy Station every year? You involved in that? Yeah. So um, Indy 500, the last one that we ran. Yeah. Uh, um, I organised that shirt one. There, yeah. 2018. That's the one. Yeah. Um, it was the last one we ran. Um, we didn't run it this year, just due to um, some numbers. Oh, when do you normally when it, run it? Uh, last weekend was the. Oh, really? Yeah. It was normally when it would be run. <clears throat> I think it clashed with some other staff and. Work commitments and um, my commitment to the ride I just did and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully we can get it back next year. Um, and look, it's you know it's a great race. You know, it's five hundred k's of desert racing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's more, you know, it's enduro bikes type type scenario. Um, and you know, quick race, and you know, guys running around about 150 k's an hour. You know, do the blokes come in at, on different bikes as well? But the dudes do it on on you know, racing bikes or quads or anything like that. Um, so yeah, they do. There's a quad um, yeah. quad component to yeah. it. Yeah, uh, there's juniors as well. Oh, so yeah. it's a good way to get juniors up into <clears throat> into that sort of thing. 
And, you know, there's a lot of juniors there where the parents just come to have a good time and a, a party, you know, yeah. out, at the, out at Indy Station because it's a beautiful place. Oh, it is a good spot, yeah, hey. if you've been out there. There's been water there this year too, man. Yeah, washed right through the creek where, where we normally hold the event. Yeah. So there's actually a little fair bit of work to get, um, get, to get the building sorted and stuff as well, you know. Um, bit of undermining and washing away. But yeah. A lot of water through there. I hold some nice water there too. I camped out there years ago, to, oh, I think 2012 or something like that, and she was pretty full in about yeah. July. Yeah. And then went back there a year later and it's just bone dry. Yeah. No, no, that's right. It's, um, it's still, there's still a little bit of water in the river out there, but yeah, it's fairly well dried off again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we got a downfall pour this year, eh? Oh. It's pretty awesome, man. Well, we, I had a meter through my house. Oh, not oh. through the house, through the oh, yard. Yeah, it goes, goes pretty much Yeah, under, it, was like a, it was like a river, mate. So. A lot of damage? Uh, yeah, d damage on my driveway and like that I put in, washed it all and, yeah. and washed away my back fence and oh, a whole bunch of stuff I had laying around. Yeah. yeah so. But the house was all right? Yeah, the house itself. is fine. We still had another couple hundred mil before it come through us. It up yeah. to the slab. That's good. Yeah, no, most of the houses from a few years ago have been um, built up high enough. A couple of houses got a bit of water in them, poor yeah. buggers. So. Yeah, there was a shitload of water yeah, man, yeah. during that downpour, eh? Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess your kids ride then as well? Uh, my eldest boy likes to ride. Um, not, not. I mean, he does a lot of spearfishing stuff with me as well. Yeah, so okay. we, we, we do heaps of shit. So it's kind of, um, what do you do? He rides, I've got a... The CRF there, he'll ride when I'm not riding or whatever. Um, my little boy, he had a stack on his bike and doesn't want to ride it ever again. Yeah, yeah, so, okay. Oh, I, I never force them into to, to doing it. Yeah, if they want to, they if can. If they want to do it, that, you know. I'll be honest with you, that's one thing I've been terrified of with, with my kids. Um, I, I'm not a, a big bike guy. Actually, full disclosure, I'm... I know nothing about bikes, cars, <laughs> anything mechanical. It's just not. I'm a you know I'm a chippy. I build things. But yeah, yeah. Not mechanically minded at all. So if you're talking to me about motors, cars, bikes, you're gonna talk to me like an idiot. <laughs> but I just was terrified of my boy getting into bikes, man. Just growing growing up and having heaps of mates, just fucking themselves up. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, oh, like, I mean, yeah, you break stuff. You um, you break your body, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, young fellas, they heal, mate. They bounce back. Yeah. Pretty yeah, quick. some of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, he, he doesn't. I don't think he's that way inclined anyway. He's yeah. Sort of, um, yeah, he's into other other things, mate. And like you say, you can't force them. You just got to roll with whatever they want to do. Hey, yeah, support yeah. them and, and get in, get into hundred percent, mate. Into yeah. that, as long as they're outside doing something. As long as they're outside, exactly. And um, that's I'm a big believer in that one. So I was going to ask you about what what bike you ride. Might as well tell us a little bit about your your bike. And anyway, I'm sure someone listening is going to know. Um. Well. It's actually dead. I broke it when on I was away yeah, on the trip. Yeah, so, I didn't see that. I was so we end up. So it's a. It now belongs to the insurance company. Yeah, right. But um, how does that work? Insurance when you're off road on is it? Yeah, because added roads, all that sort of stuff. It's insured whilst yeah, you're sweet. riding it. Yeah, and all okay. That sort of thing. So it's something like when you. It's obviously they're fairly expensive bikes. So hmm. um, well, what? Do, how much are we talking? The new bike I bought was about 20, 28 grand. Yeah, right. Yeah, so I've just I've just bought a new bike. Okay, it's on its way because this one was getting written off. Um, so my new bike, I'll talk about that one because it's it's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> so it's a KDM Adventure Super Adventure. Um, it's a twelve hundred and ninety cc V twin. Yep. Um, full off road suspension. Um, 
knobby tires, 160 horsepower, the Jeez. rear wheel. Yeah. So um, it's a it's a it's a step up as well from your. So old bike. yeah, the old bike was 150 horsepower. So this is just an upgraded yeah. model with a few bit of extras and extra bits and pieces on it. Like yep. It's got electronic cruise control. You know, so when you're doing the big flogs down the yeah right down the big roads, you know, you're not having to hang on to it mm -hmm. as, as much. You know what I mean? Uh, so you get to you next Tuesday. So I'm pretty happy about it. Oh that. really? Yeah yeah. yeah I oh, can't wait. Pumped, mate. Yeah yeah. So that's the problem when you go on a big trip. You know, we were away. I end up away three weeks on that trip out yeah. of a month. Yeah. And you come back and you're absolutely fucked when you get off the bike. You, you're going, geez, your ass is sore, all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, I bet. And you're going, geez, I just need, a, just need a break. But then you get up the next day or two days later and all you want to do is hop back on your bike again because you're getting so into the – The journey. Yeah. Well, yeah, where, 100%, mate. Yeah. Let's talk about that trip, man. Where did you just go? Where did you start from? Uh, so we started from from my place out at Bosnia there, and um, three years, three three three, three guys. So the two other guys were riding um, the same bikes. So we on Yamaha Tenere's, the six sixty, got little six cylinder single cylinder bikes. Yeah, nice little bikes, good. Um, we're all packed up with the same amount of gear. Just it was pretty mad. Yeah, because um, I mean, you can only all you know. Basically, you're taking everything everything that you you need. You take. So you just got to sleep on a little roll-up mattress, no swags. Yeah, you know. So we just got um, lightweight hiking tents, yeah. lightweight. So they make some really cool um, hiking gear these days. You know, like yeah. it's compact. You know, like your tents, they they bunch away to nothing. Sleeping bags bunch away to nothing. Well, I mean, a lot of dudes doing these big hunting trips and stuff. That's all that to sort to of stuff. You, you know, and we can pack it all in there. Yeah. You know. Uh, and it's all easy to put up these days, you know. It's yep. gone on the days where your tent, you used to swear at it for two hours. And Especially if you're putting up with your missus. Yeah, they, exactly they right. Really I think we've all done all done that. Yeah. Um, but so that, that makes it easier. You're carrying everything on the bike. But we left from there and we ended up, well, the idea was to go out to the um, the Fink mm. first, which is the desert race out at Alice Springs. Yeah, right. So we headed down to Waluna and pretty much, the mantra for the whole trip was to just stay on the dirt, you know what I mean? Is that called the Fink? Is, is there a, a – what's, what's called the Fink? Because um, it's uh, – they race from Alice Springs yeah. to Fink. Fink, uh, Yeah, so yeah, down the old Garn, the original Garn um, railway yeah, okay. track. I was wondering if it, yeah. if it was organised by the Finks because I know there's nah. a chapter out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, I – so it's, yeah, it's all it's all on along the old garn, and the actual trophies for the Fink are all the old garn railway spikes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. That's their trophies and stuff, and that's their um, I guess their um, what is it logo type thing, you know? Yeah, okay, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. most of their merchandise and all that, but but it's been going for a lot of years. The Fink Desert Race. How been... many blokes they get out there on average? I'm gonna say around six hundred. Oh wow, bikes and a couple of hundred cars. Okay. So they do with the cars just like for filming and safety. And no, no, trophy or? trucks now, man. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. pretty, wow. pretty mad. It's a, it's a growing sport in, um, in Australia now too. You know the trophy trucks trophy and the buggies. They've got all the, um, they big V eight trucks and whatever. Um, all, uh, young Toby Price. You've probably heard of him. Yeah. He won the, um, the Dakar last year. Yeah. Um, he couldn't ride. He's he's a rider normally, and he's actually ridden. He's raced both bike and truck in the Fink. You know, he's, yeah. so basically, well, I think it was two years ago, he rode his bike, got a chopper back to the, um, 
to, to the, the start truck. and yeah. drove his truck or, or just did his or, legs or did his truck and then his bike. I can't yeah, remember yeah. what it was, but basically and did that back as well. Wow. You know, so raced both of them. Yeah. But this year he just raced the um, the trophy truck. Yeah, okay. Which he broke on the way back. Poor bugger, but he was he was killing it. Like he was, I think he was doing times in this truck quicker than the bikes were doing. Really? Pro- prologues, yeah. It was madness. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's be all sponsored up. Uh, oh, he's LA. all Red Bull now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All sponsored up, KDM and Red Bull and all yeah, that nice. sort of stuff. Yeah. But he's just he's just a hard rider, hard mm. driver. You know, yeah. he, built for it. You know what mm. I mean? Built for it. And he's and saying that like he. He's good for Australia and good for the, the whole bike industry. He's like an and ambassador for yeah, the sport. Yeah, because he's just – he's so chilled and, like, he's, yeah, just a real bloke, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, got all these great sponsors and all that stuff now yeah, and whatever, but yeah. just still loves riding and driving. and So young whatever. fellas and that and girls come up and see someone like that. And yeah, go, yeah, yeah. man, I want to I do what he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, it's good. And so you said you were going to do the Fink or you just did No, we went to the Fink. Yeah. So we just went to watch it. So yeah. we, we ended up we ended up heading down to Waluna and then across to um, Ayers Rock and then up to Alice, obviously. Yeah. Um, we spent a few days or maybe two days, two or three days in Alice, I suppose. Um, went to – went down the track, camped on the side of the track, met some guys from Caratha that we know. They took – uh, they took the beer down the track for us because we couldn't fit it on the bikes. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we ended up having cold beers. And, and yeah, what are you eating this whole time? Uh, we've we got dehydrated food and stuff, yeah. like if we're camping beside the track or whatever. Yeah. Um, but this this mob bad cooked up a heap of snags and steaks and everything yeah, as luxury. well. So, yeah, so cold it was luxury for snags, us. Mate, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we got there and it was – we got there and they told us where they were going to be and um, the, the kilometre marks and we found the camp and uh, they – Dug it off, gone for a drive. But how good was it when they dug a hole, put a bucket in the ground, oh, and mate. there was cold beer everywhere? Yeah. We just we just ridden out there, and it's it was like good treasure. <laughs> it was like <laughs> <laughs> oh, dusty mouth, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yep. So he's went out and watched the Fink, and then and then he's headed off what from there? Yeah, Fink, and then we're heading up to. Um, so the idea was to go to Cape York. Um, the, so the idea of the trip was to to get to Cape York and back. Um, and without sort of backtracking, yeah, in a month, yeah, in a month, without backtracking on on any tracks too much, if we could avoid it, or yeah, you okay. know, exploring new country all yeah. the whole way. So we ended up taking a few days getting to get up to um, to Cape York. We went to the tip. We got some photos up there. It's pretty cool. Um, the tip. The tip of Cape York. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. the tip, mate. No, we meant like <laughs> the tip. We went to the tip in Cape York. No, okay. no. If you. If you Funny, I, someone, I said that to someone the other day and they said exactly the same thing. <laughs> Why would you go there? No, Roger, got you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we had a good time up that way. Um, headed back down to Weeper, saw some mates in Weeper that I've worked with before and, you know, spent a couple of days there, had my birthday there. It was good. Oh, yeah. Um, so, no, plenty of beer. Just yeah, three fun. blokes on the road, mate, away from work. And, you know, we love the family, but a bit of bit of a break from all that must have been just brilliant just man. yeah it's a good reset mate like yeah. um I, I two years ago i did this a similar sort of trip not as big but a similar sort of thing and that's when i decide next time i'm going to do in two years time i'm going to do the, the cape york but i went by myself for this first trip and um it was just a absolute reset i was 
in a pretty shit place, I guess, at the time. Just stressed and whatever. Yeah, life. Yeah, life was just being life, you know what I mean? Um, and come back totally chilled out. Yeah. How long was that? Uh, I did. What did I do there? 21 days, that that trip. On your own? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. so that, that was pretty cool and it was good. And that's why I sort of started Pilbara Adventure Riders too, you know, because I wanted to share that with other people. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Like just share that feeling, you know. And, you know, the guys that came with me hadn't – have never done – Anything a big, trek, a big like trek like that, you know? Oh man, like they've done a couple of little ones and whatever. One guy's he's an enduro rider like me, yeah. you know what I mean? And he just bought a bike and wanted to um, wanted to do a ride, and yeah, he took it like duck to water. He, I was just talking to him yesterday, and he wants to go again. Oh, <laughs> you know mate, what I mean? I can, I can <laughs> Already, imagine, yeah. like, I, I said, I don't ride um, bikes or anything, but uh, the, it, even just the experience of being out there appeals to my senses, you know, like I love getting out, bush and camping, fishing, all that sort of thing. And just being out there on the road, mate, bit of quiet, peace and quiet and working for it as well, I guess. There's something about setting up at night and you've been flogging it all day like that that really makes it worth it. Yeah, you're mate. generally buggered, mate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's generally a harmon Campfire. harmony of snoring when you get up for yeah. a piss in the middle of the night, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone's buggered, you know. Um, so they, it's that's been – that's kind of where – why we do it, you know, like just for that. And look, you, you know yourself, if you go anywhere where there's no no artificial light and look oh, at the stars, man, hey? it's amazing, isn't it? We just forget. Oh, don't, don't get me started on that. I've <laughs> 20 minutes, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's incredible what that we forget as a society what's up there, especially mm. when you're living in the city. Yeah. You don't, you can't look up and see what's above us, man. And, and no. it's a bit of a, uh, um, it sort of lets you know where you stand, eh? You look yeah. up and go, look at that, man. This, yeah. We're just a part of it all. It's just yeah, nighttime. Yeah. It's fucking that full Milky Way. It's just brilliant. And man. you see the lot of it, you know, like yeah. no artificial light. <clears throat> Bloody awesome. Bloody oh, awesome. Mate. It is. So, so more people should do it. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah, get out there and get into it. Get out bush, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, So about three weeks in, you, your bike buggered up on you? Yeah, so. Where'd you get to? Coming back. Um, down, it was after we left Weepa and headed back down the development road, Cape, Cape York Development Road. We headed down a road that was closed on the way up, but it was the original road we wanted to go on on the way up. Was it water damage or something that had been Yeah, closed like for, for all the flooding that's been going on up there. Trevor Trevor Oh, they've, they've an Anne, I think there was a yeah. Cyclone Anne or something just before it as well. Yeah. Um, so there's, there'd been plenty of water up there, and you could see where, where all the water had been. We're coming back, and we're coming back across the Gulf Country, which, man, that go and see the Gulf Country. Beautiful, big uh, pastoral plains and stuff like that. What's it called? Gulf Country? The, like Gulf of Carpentaria, so oh, yeah. just in, right down in the Gulf. Yeah. So we headed down this road anyway. Awesome road. Wasn't too washed out. We'd heard that the Mitchell River had been opened up, um, which is – at the other end of it, on um, um, at Dunbar Station end, we heard that it had been opened up and the weir had been fixed and all that sort of stuff, and people were getting through there. So yeah, we'll go through. Um, yeah, you didn't want to go the same tracks. You didn't want to, say, yeah, same yeah. tracks. So yeah. we ended up getting down there, and basically the Mitchell River is right at the end of the track. So basically, as we're coming out to Dunbar Station, so we've gone in. I've gone into the river and um, just the front of the bike just. Into this, uh, so you're doing river crossing, on, yeah. On this the is bike. A, yeah, this would be pretty hairy, yeah. Full croc infested ri river, and all, you don't. So, I guess to get over that, to get to a point where you get actually over the, the, the water, you're talking hours and hours, or no, no, so tracking, or 
No, no. So we, yeah, to get back. To get somewhere else, you yeah, can cross it. Yeah, mate, yeah, that's another, that's two days riding, yeah, man. Yeah. So you've you know got to go mean? across. Yeah, yeah. And it's part of what we do anyway. You know, we do ride we through do, water and water crossings yeah, and stuff okay. like that. Even so. moving, moving bodies of water. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, you judge it. Um, you know, some some sometimes it's probably a bit hard, a bit hairy, a bit hairy but yeah. Um, so I ended up just snuffing the bike. It, like it put some water in the in the intakes, and I got the bike started again and rode through the cross. And and um, as I come out the other side, the water in the airbox just went to the back of the airbox and filled the rear cylinder full of water and locked up solid. And that was the end of it, you know. Oh, mate. Broken engine. So I think it was. I think they quoted something like eleven grand to fix this engine. You know what I mean? Because I was reading some of those posts around that that event, and and it seemed like she was off the road. Then maybe it was going to be back on the road. You thought, and then or, or was it just cactus from? The- no, it was locked there, solid. You know, and then basically we had to make the decision from there, um, what what the other guys were going to do. And they said, well, I said, I basically said, you guys keep going. Um, you got everything you need. Yeah. Um. I rode one of their bikes into Dunbar Station, went and saw the station manager there and he got the mechanic or the fellow that working in the shed there to give me a hand, come and got the ute and put it on the back and took me to the station. The other blokes packed up and kept going. How good are blokes out country, eh? Just oh, mate. To help your man. 100%, mate. Yeah. And, and, you know, I got the, I got there and this is actually quite – my, my adventure didn't stop there just because my motorbike stopped Yeah. because it – you know, they, they kept going, and they just kept going in the Gulf, and and ended up back down in Alice Springs. But I ended up getting to the station, and and they said, "Oh, I said I need to get this bike somewhere." You know, like I don't know how I'm going to get this. They said, "Well, there's yeah. a truck coming in this afternoon who came in this morning Delivery and forgot a, forgot to drop something off. Yeah, he's coming back, so we'll chuck it on the back of there." Yeah, I ring the transport company. Yep, I need a bike. Yep, paid them to do that. Got the forklift. Chucked the bike on the back, um, tied it down. It, it headed into Cairns. Yeah. But they wouldn't take me. Um, that's not was part of the transport company's don't, policy. Don't carry people. Don't carry people. Yeah. So, oh, that's cool, though, you know, and they said, well, you're in luck. The mail plane comes in tomorrow <laughs> about lunchtime. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, cool. They've been on a mail plane. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Cessna caravans or something like that. <laughs> so, it comes out and it does... Um, mail drops to all the stations out there from Cairns. Yeah. So I book it as well, they, and they sort of they um, carry people. They they carry people. Yeah, yep. Nice. So 190 bucks, man. Really? How yeah. far? Oh, from Dunbar to, to the middle of the Gulf to Cairns. It's thousand k's or something. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Like <laughs> cheaper cheap, ships, mate. Cheap way to travel. Fucking oath. <laughs> Business opportunity there, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So just you and the pilot? Uh, yeah, there was a couple of passengers actually off that had obviously been out to one of the stations. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? So they so do it a little you, bit. Yeah, you, people around. So you can book the mail plane. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if you ever get the chance Makes one sense. time, book the mail plane and go for a look. You know. So this thing lands instead of spending eight hundred bucks on one of the charter planes to do yeah, it. Yeah, and you do it at you know you're doing it at low level flying. You see yeah. everything on the way. Yeah. It's some beautiful. And the stations are always in the best spots. Of course they are on yeah. the rivers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I got the mail plane into um, Cairns. Uh, Mrs. had organised me a plane trip home from Cairns for the next day. So I've got, I've, who the fuck do I know in Cairns? Yeah. I'm just racking my brain. I'm on the plane. And I'm, oh, that's right. 
So I rang him. I texted a mate of mine that I haven't seen in 16-odd years. Right. Yeah, he's um, he's always pretty much the reason I'm with my wife because I went to go and live with him and met her at the same time, yeah, you know. Right. So, like, but we haven't seen each other for, for years. And um, I just texted him. You still in Cairns? Yeah, sure are. Uh, do you want a beer? I'm coming in on the mail plane, mate. Yeah, I'm coming in on the mail plane. Oh, yeah, when? I'll be landing in about five minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so he said he picked me up, took me down the bike shop. We had the arm with the fella down there that was going to get the bike. And then, um, you know, he, he actually owns the cable water ski park in Cairns. Oh, yeah. Yep. Brilliant. So we just went around there and had a couple of beers there. And then we went to the pub that night and caught up like we have, like we've spoken yesterday yeah. type stuff. Yeah, don't you love those friendships? Uh, and you it, see him. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. You know, I was tired, I was wrecked, whatever, but it was just so much fun. So yeah, then. Buzz on for a few hours. Yeah, yeah. So the adventure was still going on for me there. And then. Relaying the story. Yeah, yeah. up on all the time. Exactly mate. right. Yeah. And then from there, it just turned to um, conversations with insurance companies on telephones. Oh, yeah, which is good fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Hopefully, my last one was yesterday when they oh, told wow. me they wrote the bike off. And when did you land back here? When did you uh, the 21st of June, I think, something okay, like so that. It's still pretty fresh, this thing, mate. It's only yeah. a month old. Yeah, yeah. You're only a month yeah. back. But back at work now. But having a month, I end up with five weeks off work. It felt like I was semi-retired. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, dragging your ass, getting back into it. <laughs> I was actually <laughs> it helps, quite glad. It helps to... when you look at the bank balance, so <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm, yeah. I'm like that after a big break. Yeah. It's worked out over Christmas sometimes, you know, you end up having more time off than you needed or wanted. Yeah. And it just comes back to work, and I think, man, I'm ready to do this thing. That bank balance just get me down. Like, yeah. Make yeah. some money, stop spending the Stop spending stuff. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But um, the boys kept going. They they had some a few bits of mechanical issues up and further up and stuff like that. Um, nothing major. Nothing wrong. too major. They rode back. Yeah. yeah, they got back the on time. Yeah, on yeah. time, pretty much on time. Um, so that was pretty cool. They just we didn't make it up. We were going to go to Darwin, but we didn't make it up to there, or they didn't make it up to there. We sort of had to cut that top corner oh, off okay. and yeah. just head just back to, to Alice. To yeah, to shave a bit of time because uh, they're just uh, chewing some tires and chains and stuff like that. But yeah. And what about you? See, you must have seen some cool shit along your way like do you have any experiences like wildlife or anything or, oh yeah you know, on Dunbar communities you go through any local communities yeah yeah we go and, go through ah uh, shit heaps of those yeah, yeah through through the um through that top end there uh one Some pretty oh, remote like community oh yeah we went through we went to one place one day we were actually this was back um in queensland um Place called Irundangi. It's called the Drover's Rest or the Drover's Waterhole. I think it's called. Thanks, mate. Beers are good this time yeah. of the day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh-huh. hey, we're it's a day off. Hey, that's why it's called Five O'clock. <laughs> yeah, it's Five O'clock somewhere. It's the name of the podcast. Mate. Yeah. So my, I opened up the podcast with that track. Excellent. With a couple of minutes of that track. Yep. So I thought that was very um, fitting. It's so my little boy's favourite song. Is it? Yeah. Well, it, it came about. Just naturally, so I thought oh, we've got to call that. That's the name yeah. of this episode. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so we have the top end communities. Yeah, so um, a place called Irundangi. It's a little community. Um, we pulled in there. It's got a pub. Um, fuck, we're thirsty. We're always thirsty. Pub get flogged. Well, there's a community just right next to it, but there's actual. There's only eight people live here. Mm-hmm. There's a school, and two of those people. 
So two of the eight people are the school teacher and the helper. Yeah. Or the principal and helper. Yeah. Um, the other three people are, well, one's a council worker, one's a publican, and one's just another bloke. That, so, so there's eight people in the town and they thought, no, we definitely need a pub here. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And we stopped there. And they have to open it up for you. It was open. Yeah. There's some there. They give us a beer, like, like had a beer and whatever. And we're going. I've got this picture. And they're just my, friendly I've got this people. This picture of my mind, eh? Like some old codger dusting off the taps, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll tell you what. Got to wipe the glasses out for you. The, the bloke that was, because um, the publican was actually in um, in town, town's 300 Ks away, picking up some supplies and whatever. Yeah. So he was just looking after the bar. Didn't know how to use the F Boss machine or the till right. or any of that sort of stuff. But yeah. He was looking after the bar. You got it done. He got it done. So we had to, you know, every time you got a beer, you just mark it down on his mm. his pad and then paid for it when Pam got when back. You know. got back yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so and he, this bloke looked like he'd been around the block a few times and dropped and way. dropped yeah. a few times, but <laughs> just just a funny character, you know, the characters you meet there. Um, and so we ended up there all night. Yeah. And just drank the fridge dry of um, Captain Morgan's, mate. You know, Ooh. so how do you pull up the next day after not the Captain Morgan's? Not well. No, no. Especially when I had to pull the bike apart the next morning because I got a hole in the radiator. It's just what you wanted to do. No, yeah. it was terrible. It was still warm up there at the time, <laughs> that time of year. Well, it's warm when you're, uh, yeah, when you're working, hung over, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and you just put all your gear on, and oh, yeah, fuck, that was a bad day. Yeah, but it was good fun. Met some. You know, just met some nice people out there. Yeah. Little communities like that. It's just, it's just awesome. You Wildlife know. and eat some anything, anything cool. Um, yeah. If you like, you see, all good salties. Yeah. Um, a few freshies. Um, you still, pigs. Cr- you still oh. cross when you see salties sniffing around. Or? Oh, most of those, um, most of the creeks have sort of got weirs or bridges over them, yeah, stuff like yeah, that. So you yeah. look off the side and you'll see. Yeah. You'll see um, see that. Um, I chased a pig around on the bike up in top country, the big boar. It was, it was good fun. Did you, did you have anything with you for, for hunting? No, no, no. I didn't even take a knife. But, like, yeah. I wouldn't have tried to wrestle, no, wrestle in. No, with a knife. No. no. <laughs> yeah, do, but, do you hunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I like to chase pigs and I like to chase uh, camels and roos and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good fun. Mm. I've always been around hunting and stuff all my life, you know. Yeah, it's something I've really uh, – I haven't done any hunting. I mean, I've done some very, very small game stuff when I was a kid. But, yeah, um, yeah, something I've really been interested in the last last year or two, eh? I'm interested in, in starting to learn how to shoot and, and do a bit of hunting. And yeah. Especially because one day down the track we're looking at Queensland as well. Yeah. In, in the distance, you know, in the future. Yeah, yeah. So it's something like, I just like the idea of getting out and working for for your meat, that kind of thing. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so, what do we do from there? Other communities, I reckon, stand out on that trip. I mean, there's there's heaps of places. Um, a lot of a lot of time you stay. So a lot of time you'd be staying just on the side of the track. Yeah. So you're not staying anywhere, you know. It's just like every now and then you run into little places like that. But um, most of the time you try to sort of pull over on the side, put your tent up. You'll usually at the last town, you know, empty a bottle of wine into your um, thermos. Yeah. 
um, or you got a bottle of scotch or whatever. Yep. Light a fire. Mm. Cook a bit, talk, of, shit talk, a bit. Talk, talk shit for a bit. Cook a feed. Have a couple of couple of drinks, and then yeah, head off to bed. But, yeah. So what are you cooking? I say, yeah, just dehydrated food. They do some mint dehydrated. You know, I was telling you about all this hiking gear. You know, like you know, everyone thinks dehydrated food. Fuck, that's got to be. What do you boil terrible. it up? So well, you just boil the water up. Yeah, a certain amount of water, um, and then you basically pour it into the packet, give it a stir. Close her up for ten minutes or whatever, and, and that's it. You know, spaghetti bolognese. So there's meat in these packets. Yeah, yeah it's dehydrated. So it's like your jerky, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, meat, veggies, pastas, yeah. rice, and it just sucks, soaks up all the water, and then off, off you go. Yeah, yeah, it soaks it up, and, and yeah, and um, doesn't taste that bad either, really. Yeah, you know, like um, as I say, everything's come a long way. Mm. You know, I'm, and I'm sure. Because you're on bikes, you don't take a pack at all. Everything's just strapped to the bike. Uh, you got your saddle bags yeah saddlebags on the side behind you, and uh, you've got usually carry like a barrel bag on the back. But yeah. we also carry an extra fuel in fuel bladders and stuff like that as well. Because you know how much you get out of a tank? Oh, uh, the main just your main tank on your bike, you get about oh, 320k's. You know, oh, yeah. So a lot of those when you're taking all these shortcuts across country. You're missing all the fuel stops. You know, main roads, you can go travel in your motor vehicle and and hit fuel every couple hundred k's. Yeah. But if you go... On that side of the country, it's you a little go, bit different over here. Yeah, but. that's right. But if you go cross-country, you're usually going in away from your fuel and then you're coming back out. So yeah. you need to be carrying extra fuel. That as well. Yeah, so you, you're always conscious of fuel usage mm. and, you know, you're planning... So when you leave somewhere, you're planning where you're going to next or yeah. where you want to be yeah. and where your fuel is. So you're planning to fuel, you know what I mean? Uh, so if you go, all right, this is about 450Ks, I'm going to need an extra, say, 10 litres of fuel or whatever, Yeah, you'll take 15 litres of fuel. Yeah, right. So it gives you a little redundancy as well. And with planning, how, how long were you planning this trip for? Uh, well, as I say, you know, I did my last trip two years prior to this. And that's when I said, oh, I want to ride Cape York. And that's I was going to do that again by myself, but I ended up with the so other guys. So you were sort of background planning it for ages. Background then, planning it. The, the, yeah. the, the real meat and veg of it, like getting down there, like we're doing this thing. Yeah, well, that's probably been in the last 12 months, really, because that's about when um, one of my other mates said, I'm going to do it with you. Yeah. And he bought a bike. Yeah. So he, he committed, basically. Right. And another the other fellow committed sort of, I guess six months before it, and bought a bike and all the gear and whatever. So yeah, right. it was sort of happening, you know. Start putting how much money we're going to need. Yeah, all that sort of stuff. What route we're going to take? How long is it going to take? Yeah, us? I think um, I think Al, uh, one of the guys on the um, the Tenere's, I think he used eight hundred and eighty liters of fuel. Wow, wow. Yeah, so all bikes would have used around about the same sort of fuel. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So eight hundred and eighty liters. On a motorbike. You would use a bit more, wouldn't you, with the bigger bike? No, it's generally around about the same fuel yeah. consumption. Yeah, yeah. Okay. just um, just a bit bigger. And and the last trip, where was that? You, that you went on your own? The first time I did it, yeah, that was – I did the bottom part. So I went to Fink again. Yep. So all the bottom part is the same as what I did this trip. So I took – it was on the Gun Barrel Highway as well. So that's oh, yeah. pretty cool. Um, I wanted to take the guys down there to see the Gun Barrel because it's – Pretty nice area too. Is it? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, like it's one of those roads that's ne- hasn't seen a blade in years. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's a real road, road that track. doesn't get touched. Yeah. You know, parts of it do, but there's the main section of it, nothing. Uh, it doesn't matter how much it rains or whatever. It doesn't see see a blade. That's good. Yeah, that's the way you want to be. Yeah, yeah. So what what what's good about that is just because the area around it doesn't get destroyed by grading machines and stuff, or is it that they get powder sits on the top well, it, of bikes or what? It's just true off road riding. Yeah, okay. you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's like it's not like like some of the fucking dirt roads we've got here that have got had the blades over them are like super highways. Yeah, you can drive your car yeah. as fast and as and then you. every man and his dog starts hitting them and, and corrugations well, and all. They're looking at. Um, Land bitumen up to give the next five years, eh? Yeah. So they're just going to, you know, fuck it. Well, they're, they're doing the same thing up the Cape York. Like, uh, they're should spending have to work for something, million dollars. Reckon? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, how many, I mean, God bless them, but the great nomads flooding through the, all the, the, the main highways, it's just going to flog that <laughs> joint, man. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, that's, um, that'd be a shame if they do that. Like, it just takes away from what it is, you know? Yeah. Look, and, and that's where that first trip we're talking about. I ended up coming back on the gib. Yeah. Um, but the thing about the gib, you know, like I've, I've done the gib quite a, well, two or three times in car and stuff like that and different parts of it different times since I've been up here. Um, that was the first time I'd done it on a bike. We camped at the top end of the gib. Better experience on a, on a bike? Yeah, I rode it in a day, man. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, what, 660 or something like that? Oh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. so basically I stayed near Home Valley somewhere. And uh, we just camped on the side of the track. Um, and that'll bring me back to something else, which is pretty cool. Um, and I, I rode all the way to Derby yeah. that, that day. I had to get back for the state of origin. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. like, my missus was on the phone to me. You, unfortunate for you lads this year, mate. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a New South Wales supporter, mate. Oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a winner. To, cheers, to, <laughs> cheers to that, mate. Yeah, cheers to that. Oh, so. <laughs> Always have been, always will be. And even though I've yeah copped it for the last few years, yeah, it was a rough ten yeah, years, yeah, yeah, yeah. fourteen yeah. years, but yeah. But you know, um, I think we lost that one. Yeah, two yeah. years ago we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what I was going to come back to is um, prior to camping up the top of the gib there that proved to a couple of years ago, I um, pulled into Lake Kununurra, mm-hmm. Lake Argyle, Lake Argyle, yeah, because yeah. um, I'd come up through the top of Duncan Highway and back down Duncan Highway was cool up through there. Beautiful road. Um, and then pulled up in the um, caravan park there and the guy said, look, this, um, yeah, we've got camp spots everywhere. Well, just go over there. There's, there's a whole bunch of other adventure bike riders like you just over there. Go, if you want, just go and camp over there. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. I was up for a bit of a yarn, whatever. So went over and just pulled up beside them and, Started talking to these guys, man. They're all um, they're all um, senior fire brigade officers from Perth. Oh yeah, yeah. They're just all, or most of them are anyway, and they're all just know yeah, each other, and they're stuff, all yeah. they're all mates and whatever. And I end up stopping and yarning with them. I stayed there for two days just with them. Had my birthday at uh, twice. I've had my birthday yeah. away adventure riding. But yeah, must be June. Um, and they, you know, just on the piss with them at, at, at Lake Argyle and then got to know them. I still know them. I still speak to them regularly. Yeah. One of them's just moved to Headland. He's the he's the head um, fire in Headland here now. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, he yeah. might come on your next trip. Yeah, well, he's he's got a he's got a bike, so he's uh, he's pretty keen. 
Um, yeah, so the people you meet when you do this as well, mate. You know, like yeah. I've got some lifelong friends now, and yep. but like-minded people, you know. Yeah, well, like, yeah, you met them because they're doing the same kind of thing. Yeah, doing, yeah so I ended up riding with them for the first you know, first bit of the gib and just where we camped and we had a few beers that night and that's when I left them because I had to get going. But, yeah. you know, look, you know, I've, I've got to meet good some really cool, man. really good people, you know. Yeah. And when everyone's out of their their little circle and work and the day-to-day life routine, you just, you kind of, you, yeah. you get a good side of them, eh? Yeah. You get that good side of people. And, and it just it strikes up a con- – you should see the conversations I've had, like, on, on any of my trips. When you pull up on a – pull up on a – a big motorcycle, dirt all over you. Yeah. Or it's just been raining, it's pissing down rain, you're dripping wet. People just want to come. There's guys just come over. And yeah. got, we pulled up at, um, shit, where was it? Bram, Bramwell, I think it was Bramwell Station, which is at the start of the Telegraph track. Okay. Um, we pulled up there, it had been raining, and we pulled up under this shelter, and uh, these fellas just come straight over and literally didn't have my helmet off. Mate, where are you going? What are you doing? All right, all right. I'm a motorbike rider. Right, right. Yarn them with them for five minutes. These blokes uh, from Queensland, Gold Coast area, and whatever, they know half the people I've, <laughs> I've ridden with, half the people I used to ride with over yeah, there. You know what right. I mean? How mad is that? You know, just in a five minute conversation, you know, blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff. Isn't those coincidences crazy, man? I don't know if you if you heard the uh, chat I had with Greg Chamberlain. He's um, He walked the Gibb River Road. Earlier in the year, yeah, right, eh? Um, for awareness of um, soldiers and first responders with post-traumatic stress disorder, yep. he's an ex-soldier himself. Yep, and he was out at that, um, high, I think it was called High Camp, when um, that the, the um, helicopter went down. You know, um, Black Hawk down. Yeah, yeah. And he he known one of the guys that was on that helicopter that died and all this sort of thing, and, and you know, it was part of his larger post-traumatic stress sort of you know sort of. Yep. Um, thing that he had going on which is why he's doing this walk you know he's in a good place now but for other people and i think it was at that is a home valley yeah he met a young fella there and was chatting to him about what he was doing and why he was doing it and this guy was the son of one of the guys that was on that helicopter that oh, crashed. True. Yeah. yeah 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 and had a yarn six, to him. Th- six degrees of separation oh, or something mate, yeah <laughs> things like that and he reckons that just gave him a real passion and drive for the, for the next part of his walk yeah know? good on him so yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I have never done the gib, but it's on our list the next. I've like, ridden it on a push bike as well. Years. Have you really? Yeah. Why? That was cool. <laughs> I, I lie. I didn't ride the whole thing. We rode as a team. Put a team in for the um the, they do an annual ride at the Gib River Road okay. push bike ride. Every year they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, we raised uh, with some work people. Um, we raised, I think we raised, oh shitload of money for. Royal Flying Doctors and, oh, yeah. and a couple of different causes and stuff like that, um, which that was pretty cool. Um, I've always probably been keen to ride it again, do the whole thing, you know. And how long did that? that I think that was a five, it's over four or five days, something yeah. like that, yeah. But you do it in a team. When we did it in a team event, we just, you know, one goes like out Like a medley. Ride. Yeah. And then you just drive forward. And yeah, yeah, and then just load your bike up and whatever. But there's guys that do the whole thing. yeah. Yeah, but so that's another time I've done the gib. I've done it on a push bike, a car, and a motorcycle so far. I don't think I'm going to walk it though, eh? No, I'm, I'm not pretty. I'm not into walking that much. 
Yeah, no, I wouldn't walk it. I'd love, mate. Like I said, talking to you makes me makes me think riding a bike is not such a bad idea. Well, yeah, yeah. It's about the way my mind looks at it. Like I said, growing up with fellas, yeah, you know, yeah. fellas doing yeah. going mad on you know, dirt bikes, jumps, and all that mm. kind of stuff, and fucking themselves up. Yeah, that's always what made me shy away from bikes. And, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's seeing the countryside the way you're seeing it sounds awesome yeah it really does yeah yeah that, that gives on our um on our radar for the next yeah. of the year or two yeah get it done mate yeah you get it done before they go and destroy it, and it seal it and whatever but yeah. um and then you you are you looking at doing something else another ride yeah is, is so be 12 months or 24 I'll, months I'll give it probably ride? so i've got i've got some rides and some stuff coming up um for, through the next by well, the end of this year just while the the weather's good and whatever. Um, I do a ride out through the Great Sandy Desert up to 80 Mile and out to Coonawarji Community, uh, the Well 33 on the oh, Canning. Did you say on your own, this uh, one? Or uh, this one here will be possibly with other people. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Um, and then once that's done, probably just some local stuff, just yeah. some, out the Nullagon pub or something for a beer or yeah. um, something like that. Um and then probably nothing big next year. Uh, I'll probably – the next big planned ride will be from um, Steep Point to Byron Bay. So that's a west-east. Steep, west Steep Point's down south of Exmouth. Yeah, okay. And it's the most western yeah. yep. point of Australia. And obviously Byron Bay is the most eastern point of Australia. And you try and cut – Yeah, there's, the there's pretty much a track. There's a few guys that have done it, you know, either way. Yeah. Um, and it goes – across uh, I think the Gibson Desert, across Big Red and all that sort of stuff as well. So that would be pretty cool to do that. Same uh, sort of time frame, month? No, I reckon I reckon I should be able to do that in a couple of weeks. You is know? it easy, easier tracks? I don't know. It's easier. It's probably just not as far. Not as you far know, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like it is a long way, but Straight. I mean, there's guys that do that. Um, or they kind of race each other. There's a few adventure guys I know from over east that, Sort of compete with each other, and who yeah, who can yeah, who okay. can do Byron Bay to Steep Point the quickest, or whatever yeah, you know. Right. Um, there's there's guys that have done it in three fucking days, mate. Oh, you know, like yeah, okay. uh, that's mad. That's pushing hard. There's also some guys that have hurt themselves doing it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on the gun barrel, because gun barrel's part of that. You'd have to enjoy just sheer competition to 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 do it that quick. I mean, you're not going to see yeah. and enjoy the way you're going to do it in, in the two yeah, week time yeah, frame, are you? Yeah. And obviously, you don't have to work as much as some of us. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If you can afford time off for injuries and whatever. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, the idea is to get around. Look, I, I love, I love riding hard, and I, but I still like to keep myself in control so that I, I'm not laid up, injured, or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So things, I can get home. Things start aching as we get old. Man. Oh, things ache, mate. Yeah, and I don't want any more aches. <laughs> and what else are you into? You go spear fishing. You said. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing a um, bit of that. Through this year, um, oh, basically, like I've I've wanted to do it for years. I've just um, just haven't bothered, and then I've just got a few mates to do it now. And yeah. my young fella, my oldest fella, he loves it. So it's something we sort of go out and do together. He's tied up with any of the little clubs up here, GTs or or, uh, well, or anything like I'm that. I'm actually or... going to see Wally when I leave here, mate. So I'll so go... I want to go buy something for my brother's birthday. <laughs> Hell, there you go. I'll see you down there. <laughs> yeah. But I've um, yeah, so. Um, I was actually going to join the spear club. That's why I'm going down there next. Yeah, okay. yeah, 
Yeah, because they've got uh, a little bit of a spear club going on in town. Yeah, there's a couple, and and Wally's really knowledgeable. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, he's yeah, he's loves it. He's been nothing but a you know good help. Yeah, at, you know, yeah, yeah, he loves loves helping. I did I did the breath hold training with him. Oh uh, yeah, you've done that. No, but I need to. I've been talking about it for and, a couple and of years. practiced it. Yes, they actually practiced it in the water. You know, like it's it's all well and good doing it in the pool. Yeah, you know, in controlled circumstance or whatever. What did you get your breath up to? Oh, I got two minutes. Yeah. Uh, like um, another mate of mine got... Are you using a dive watch or just got someone else? Nah, he, he, was, or... he was doing it. But yeah. yesterday, I probably probably did two minutes yesterday, yeah. like built up to two minutes. Matt, static or you hunting? No, no it was, yeah, it was yeah. diving. So yeah. And that's different, you know. Yeah, it is, man. Yeah. yeah so Currents and things like that. And, yeah. you, and you've got to control your heart rate, you know, yeah. down there. And there's a yeah. bunch of different things to, to think about. But, yeah, worth doing. Eh? But it just it just makes you aware of what's going on with your body and how long you've got. Yeah, uh, man, because. Whether you should panic or not. <laughs> like, like, I, I dive. I haven't done a fair bit of much lately, but I, you know, I've done a bit with the, the boys from Shafted and that. And, yeah. and, and uh, one of the things that they always say to you is, and this one, it'd be the breath hold course, but when you feel like you're out of air, you're only about halfway through your You're halfway capacity, through it, you know? mate, yeah. It's just a, bit, it's a mental thing about learning to get comfortable to push through those limits and know the signs about where you are, ready to, ready to go. Surface and obviously dive with the buddy for shallow water blackouts and all that. Exactly. Kind of stuff makes a difference, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we've, we've been having, like we've only been diving fairly, fairly um, shallow, just while we've been getting used to it and whatever. Um, I enjoy the shallow water better, man. 10, it's good. 12 metres yeah. sort of on the reefs. I yeah. really enjoy that. That's blue good water's, fun. Yeah, blue water's great if you want to go shoot big pelagics, but I'm yeah. happy shooting trout and blue moan and jacks yeah. and that sort of thing. 100%, you know? yeah. yeah. Lovely fish. Yeah. So yeah. I've shot my first Mackie a couple of weeks ago, actually. and it was Blue water or on the reef? No, man? on the reef, man. Yeah. A big school of them come through, you know. It was, nice. Which one do I shoot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, hang on. I was out with the lads years ago now when they, they both shot Zam and Lukey from, from Shafted Spearfishing, both shot a, a sailfish each. Yeah. 48 kilos, 52 kilos, and I had a shot at one, and I just I didn't have, keep my composure, and I shot without really taking my time on him. Yeah. I, I didn't realise <clears throat> they weren't going anywhere. They were coming to look at us. They were checking us out. Really, yeah. So they'd come in, and they'd just pull up sort of next year with this big eye and just look at you, <laughs> and the guys were like, oh. Bang! Yeah, <laughs> I kind of saw him and oh shit, you know, pulled a gun out, shot him and hit him on the flank and kind of skewed off and I yeah sort of missed once in a in a lifetime type of opportunity there, but I was I got to you'll have to, pl- plenty more time yeah mate, mate I'm there I experienced <laughs> it you know helped the boys pull theirs in because they're big fish they, yeah they, they didn't want to they didn't want to get reeled in. But, so um, they were um they didn't stone them they just they got a good fight out of them as well yeah, they both fought yeah, yeah cool yeah I think they're pretty That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, it was man. Yeah, yeah. cool, cool to be out there. Beautiful fish, you know. Yeah, yep, yeah. But yeah, no. So that's no. We went out for a swim yesterday. The water's still terrible after all that. Um, you know, with big tides at the moment, obviously. Yeah, that doesn't help. But you're um, like where we'd normally go around river mouse and stuff like that. The fresh water's still coming out, and it's just oh, yeah, yeah, it's murky, mate. Up. Yeah, yeah, so we haven't really been able to go out and. Get any, any um, good viz. Yeah, right, good viz. Yeah. yeah, and it'd be nice to get some good viz and practice breathing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just to settle the nerves, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's actually giving me a good reminder. I need I need to do that course. I just got my tinny back from Wally actually. Oh, I did you? Got, yeah, it's just got her back on the on the water, so I'm, I'm ready to get out. Yeah, get onto get, it. Get amongst it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So well, I've got a um, I've got a bigger boat that I used to go out. Um, 
we can get further out. It's bloody awesome. But I've got a little tinny as well, so yeah. I want to just use it around locally and stuff. Yeah, you can dive, dive behind Weedy and on the markers weedy. as well. You yeah, know, that's you know, right. Yeah, yeah. fish around. You don't need Cat, go down too to, big a boat. Nah, go down to um, Balabala, dive on the islands there. Yeah. There's, there's places to go. That's, that's, I was down Balabala a couple of weeks ago. Just um, I was camped on one of, um, one of the islands in the camp on the back of Munda there. And um, just so much nice ground around the back of the yeah. um the islands there, you know. There is, awesome. man. And, and I've um lately I've been pretty interested in heading down the Burrup, Craft yeah, away, and, yeah. and driving out, taking the car out up the the, the the hop up, and then driving the tinny around out to the peninsula there. Yeah, camping up for a few nights because yeah. there's some mint spots to dive out there. I yeah, reckon. yeah. Good sheltered water. Good country. Mm, good going country. To, going to neat tide, I reckon, it'd be nice. There. Yeah, mate of mine shot a nice trout there last week, last weekend down that way. This the beach. They got white sandy beaches and yeah, blue water. Yeah. I got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Get amongst it. Get into it, man. I, I got to wrap it up. I said I got a, a kids, um, my, my boy's birthday party yep. um, this afternoon. Um, I think we've hit pretty much everything I wanted to, to talk about, except um, how can people get older, you, support you, get involved? Uh, so, face, Facebook? yeah. So Facebook has got my um, Pilbara Adventure Riders page. Yeah. So just do you do, in, do, you, do you do Instagram at all? Or you I've got Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my name on Instagram is Pilbara Adventure Rider. Pilbara Adventure Rider on Instagram. Yeah. I'll have to follow you on there. And I've got yeah, you yep. on Facebook. Yep. So, and that's that's the best way to see what I'm doing. Like, I use Instagram more so for the, my riding and, and whatever, you know, spearing just and all, just photos, yeah. getting out and about and whatever. Yeah. Um, and Facebook, it was just sort of a another thing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, mate, thanks again for your time. It's been an awesome chat. Honestly, I could keep going for another hour, but get to, yeah. I've got to try and keep it to a good uh, size for people to listen to. No, that's fair them. enough. And, and uh, thanks to Natasha Brady from Telling Design. Yeah. She put me on to you. Yeah, she's yeah. dobbed me in. Yeah, she, man. She's, she's really good. Just finished doing my new logo, which I'm stoked oh, I saw about, that. Hey? Yeah, it looks yeah. good. I thought so, too, yeah. man. I loved it. She's been so good to work with. Yeah, Amazing. she's done some stuff for me. She did bit of stuff for this yeah, as well. Yeah, well, she put me on to you. She said, you should have a chat to, you know, one yeah. of the Pilbara Riders there. He's, yeah. uh, you know, he's doing some interesting shit, which is yeah. what, I'm, what I'm all about. Yeah, and that's cool. And, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sure you'll keep going with this, mate. Yeah, man, good, I hope good so. Good work. And, uh, well, yeah, again, thanks for your time, man. Really appreciate it. And Cheers. Yeah, good luck with everything else. Thanks, brother. Cheers, man.